listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hmm. I wasn't from Lumber. I'm hot like a sauna. The burner is on me. Can't play with the money. I'm fucking with Shirley. I'm loving the way she's fucking me. Give no fucks, yeah. We don't give no fucks. John? I'm from my cup, yeah. Just for my plug, yeah. I'm from the mud, yeah. Niggas full of them drugs, yeah. I'm feeling real right, yeah. I'm on the same thing as Mike, yeah. But a little ice, yeah. I want to be that dope like Yike, yeah. Hey, fuck us a comment. Uh, hey, welcome to Blackout Tips with your host Rod and Karen. We're in the house on a Sunday morning. Fresh yeah. off of uh, a late Saturday night, you know? Yeah. All kinds of stuff yeah. going on. And we got some guests in the house that you guys should be familiar with. Uh, the first voice you heard, I mean, it's such an iconic, uh, voice, you know, uh, one of the most southern <laughs> voices in the game. It's my man, Saron Russell. What's up, dog? What's going on, Rod? Hey, man. Glad What's to get you. How you doing? Good. Glad to get you back on the show, bro. We are. We love having yes. you on. Uh, it's been a while. I don't hear no, cri- I don't hear no crickets in the background and stuff. Is everything okay? <laughs> All right, it's cold. The weather, the weather ain't right for. I don't. Mother Nature is in just disarray. So none of the bugs are come out. It's May. I ain't seen a bug yet. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Al Gore was right, man. Uh, right. <laughs> and also, uh, you know, friend of the show, been on the show before. Uh, it's my mm-hmm. man John uh, Minus. You guys might know him as Don Coyote on Twitter. What's going on, dog? Hey, uh, I'm good. I've been working. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just worked the last seven. I think I worked eight shifts in seven days. Shit. So I'm a little award. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm glad you were able to make it anyway, man. Appreciate, we appreciate you doing this. Yeah. Oh, and Karen, if I ever see that guy, I'm going a, I'm to a whoop his ass, too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where he is, but if he's, in the, if he's up in the Northeast, just let me know. Uh, he sounded like he was traveling in a car when I talked to him. Um, and, uh, it sounds like he does that a lot. So maybe, um, you know, well, maybe he better stay on the move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He might be hard to like, track down. <laughs> I, got a rolling troll. I missed something. Y'all got a rolling troll, a mobile troll? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. This dude, what <laughs> happened was this dude was talking shit on Twitter about Karen. Um, and he tried to frame it under the idea of like, no, I just like Rod so much. And I was like, nigga, how is that a compliment at all to me to diss my wife? But, um, right. you know, I found I'm out. my co-host. Yeah, this is my co-host and my wife. And you talking about some, uh, yeah, man, I just like you so much, you know. I- anyway, so, uh, I found his, um, his, his name and number on, on, on his website cause he's a DJ. And I gave him a yeah. call. I gave him a call and then we, uh, I talked to him. Uh, on the air and then i made it a medium talk uh like an episode of our premium podcast uh just talking to him and cussing his ass out so you know yeah. i that i mean he got all he apologized so i guess it worked out yeah it um, worked out sometimes hey sometimes you get on for your for your wife sometimes you got to get on the phone cussing her out hey look <laughs> i'm not listen i always talk about being petty and holding back like the petty hope the the plan if he didn't apologize was some other shit, bro. So hey, I'm glad hey, I'm glad he apologized. You ain't even got to incriminate yourself. I already know. <laughs> <laughs> like once I know, <laughs> once I know I can contact you, there's a lot. 
it's like oh options i got options up in this motherfucker now but <laughs> it, at any rate um uh, without we people, all know as we, as we, we all know hold on Saron, you go first then john no, I was just saying, we all know I'm not a... Th- oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> John been working them shifts. Hey, look. All right. John, you go first. Then Sarum. All right, John, go. Uh, I was just I was just saying, we all know I'm not a thug. That's been established. But I know a lot of people. And and I do live in Jersey. So, like mm. I said. Yeah, like that... <laughs> Dollar murderer is a service in um Jersey. So like, <laughs> well, if you kill somebody in Jersey, I mean, will they be able to smell the body? You know, that's one of the reasons you can get through and uh, and kill a lot of people. What, Karen? That's why it's a murder capital. Aww. Wait, what? Nothing. Anyway, guys. Um, how? So, what's going on with the Deceptive Comics, man? When's y'all next show? Like, what's you know, what's the deal? We are gearing up for our biggest show to date. We're on our way to Atlanta. It's going to be <clears throat> kind of <clears throat> a homecoming for me because I hadn't performed in Georgia in like 10 years, and then it's a big deal for the rest of the guys because they've, um, they've never been to Atlanta. Uh, I don't think – I don't know, John, have y'all performed? I don't think any of y'all have performed in Atlanta before either. No, I, I never performed there. I've been there a couple times. Um, yeah, it's, it's, that's, that's, that's a big deal. When is this guy? It's coming it's, up this weekend, ain't it? It's May twenty first. Is, is the date of the show? It's coming up soon. Cool, man. Well, I, I mean, hopefully people get out there to that because uh you know I, we only hear good reviews for the septic comics that's man all we hear you know individually they good brothers too and then collectively you know it's just dope to see uh brothers working together like that man making shit happen because uh you know like i said y'all all dope people that uh i follow on twitter and shit we've all had y'all on the show individually uh and and whatnot man so you know everybody go out there and see that shit yes if they was closer we're, to we're, us we'd make good. the trip Go ahead. What'd you say, Saron? <laughs> we, so we good. We good. We got, we got like a, I think we had like 150 strong right now. We waiting on more people the day of the show and more people to buy their tickets, which are still on sale. Um, so we, we got a good show coming up. It's going to be live. That's what's up. Make sure y'all get there. Make it. I want it to be sold out. Blackout mm-hmm. Tips Nation. Sold, sold out. Let's yeah. fill that shit yeah. up. We need as many people there as possible to keep Gordon from going to strip clubs. <laughs> yeah. like, we need, we need, it's going to take an army of millions to hold him back. Yeah. And like, then, seriously, that is the only thing that the group is worried about is keeping up with Gordon in the city of Atlanta. <laughs> we've already had, we've already had, had to have like a pre-intervention, intervention, like a double intervention before we even got on the road. Uh, cause, this is basically like letting a, uh, a kid off his med, loosen the candy store for Gordon. So we we got it. We got to. <laughs> yeah, I heard on the last uh, bad, uh, bad advice show, uh, you explaining the difference between the strip clubs in New Jersey and the ones uh, yeah. in Atlanta, and it's a totally different game. Yeah. Yeah. He, he well, doesn't realize. Real- I was trying to tell him that, that, that New Jersey got blue collar um, strip clubs. <laughs> <laughs> <And>, uh, 
when you blue go to. Co- well, yeah. They are blue collar. They are blue collar. They're, um, they're hard girls. They are salt <laughs> They bring a they bring a lunch pail, you know, for union. They got a hard Everybody hat. The union, yeah, <laughs> their union. It's a good union. It's yeah, local ten sixty nine. Yeah. Did you see what I do there? <laughs> Even at the eight shifts. Hey, New, yes. New Jersey strippers got calluses on their hands. That's a hard work. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, and then, and then in Atlanta, the it's, it's, yeah. it's in Atlanta, you know, it's like uh, Saron was saying, it's it's more of a baller contest mm-hmm. in who got yeah. the most money and shit. Yeah, it's, it's like the 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 ass and titties is like just background noise to throwing money. It's it's more about the show. <laughs> it's more about the spectacle than it is about the actual seeing seeing the women dance. So it's uh, <laughs> it's, it's different. Oh <laughs> uh, well, look, uh, and where and where do people go to get um, tickets? Yeah, where they go? Okay, so you follow me on Twitter at at Saron Russell C E R R O M E R U S S E L L, and it's the pinned tweet on my profile with the Eventbrite uh, link right there. So it's got all our all our ugly faces right there with the flyer and all the information that you need. Um, the show's going on at Union at East Atlanta Village. It's a nice music venue that they have there. Um, hold like 300 people. We're trying to get 228 in there, exactly 228. And uh, we got free drinks for everybody because we ended up getting uh, sponsored by a tequila company and a bourbon company, J.R. Ripley, uh Bourbon and uh, Goza uh, Tequila. So we, we got we got everything for people to come out. We got free drinks and, and laughs for you. I'll make sure to put the link in the show notes too for anybody that uh wants to attend and uh you know we'll make sure to uh get people out there man mm-hmm. um we appreciate that man nah man it's no problem dog y'all y'all always uh also you know. mm-hmm. go ahead john sorry and i was just gonna say also the day before me and Gordon are going to be at the Cape Fear Comedy Festival in Wilmington, North Carolina. Um, he's going to be performing, and I'm going to be trying to sneak on stage and, you know, keep him from doing <laughs> anything too crazy. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's actually, the, the festival starts on the, it starts on Thursday, and we'll be there on Friday night, and then we're going to Atlanta. Yeah. So it's like a mini we, tour. We're picking up, up on the way. Yeah, it's a, it's a minute to set the comments. Cool. We all over the East Coast this weekend trying to get it in. Uh, uh, we wanted to stop in Charlotte and, um, just couldn't get a venue. We gonna work with, bro, we got to work with you and Karen about that to find out what's the right place to go. That's yeah. what come to Charlotte. And, all right. Um, and we find, would and love that. Show. Yeah, yeah, man. We y'all, make a big thing out of that, y'all. Yeah, we yeah. definitely do that, man. And then also, you know, it's like, y'all really are like the decepticons i mean y'all are all over the east coast then y'all go form like devastator in atlanta and uh. create comedy destruction man i love it yes we going somebody if megatron puts out the uh you know puts out the signal for all of us to assemble <laughs> and then come together and test some stuff up on stage and, and uh then the four of us will work against gordon to keep him from spending his whole show check 
that's yeah. That, he's not. He's not going to come back with any money. That's the problem. At all. <laughs> we we are literally we're literally pay, paying the four of us in cash, and we're paying Gordon in bitcoins so he can't. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna come back with memories. Everybody else gonna yeah, come back gonna with money. Back with <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, man. We got plenty of news to cover here, man. So, or what we like to call news. I mean, you know, it's it's our show, so we just talk about what we want to talk about. Um, <clears throat> first of all, uh apparently had some issues aligning her energy again and she had to cancel a show in baltimore man that was the most that's, that, that was the most elaborate i didn't feel like it i've ever heard in my <laughs> life <laughs> i'm gonna use it for everything now you know just oh I, I couldn't get my energies aligned bro my chakras and my chi was all fucked up and uh just couldn't make it to your wedding Dude, I just picture her sitting in a circle drawn in chalk with sage burning. She's like, this shit ain't right, man. Ain't no way in the hell I'm going to make this show on time. <laughs> Anybody seen my nag champ of incense? Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. We in trouble now. We in trouble. Yeah, oh, we ain't going to make trouble. it. I'll make the black line yeah, work, we, but it's gonna we going to be late. We're going to be late because I thought this was toad's blood, but this is frog's blood. I can't use frog's blood. There is a difference. <laughs> Big difference. So yeah, oh, yeah. Go ahead, John. So three things about we're in hell. Um, number one, my cousin used to do her hair. Hmm. Like she went on tour with her, did her hair, and she said that she always used to try and blame being late on her, but actually she was just flaky and couldn't pick out what to wear. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Wow. Yeah, terrible. Number two, she's from Jersey, and none of us are that, that flaky. I don't mm-hmm. know what went wrong with her, but we 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 aren't like that. She is not representative of the rest <laughs> of us. And number three, I had a I did a show in Brooklyn once, and completely coincidental, my cousin was next door, like literally at the venue next door, because Laura was supposed to be doing a show there. I went in my show a little bit early, and there was a line there. Did the whole show, came out, the line was still there. You still hadn't shown up. No, the whole line oh. was still there. Right, that The show I was on was like an hour and a half, maybe two hours. The, the line had it moved. They weren't even letting people well, in because she wasn't there? Yeah. yeah. Shit. Wow. Yeah, people were pissed. Nigga, like, I, I wish I would stand in line as long as it takes to get an iPhone when it comes out. Come on, dog. For a nigga to be late. Hell no. It was like a line for Jordans. <laughs> what year was this? Was this like recent? This wasn't even recent. This was at least four years ago. Okay. Yeah, there's like a period where I'm more sympathetic for people because the word wasn't out. Social media wasn't what it is now. I have zero sympathy for people that go to Lauren Hill concerts now. Mm-mm. Like, there could be a terrorist attack at a Lauryn Hill concert, and I'd be like, nobody should have died. You know what I mean? Ah, <laughs> like, right! Like, yeah, they bombed the arena, but no one should have been there, so it should have been safe. Uh, yeah. Anyway, she canceled. I, 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 want, I want her to fully commit and not just show up late to her own shows, but show up early to show she wasn't invited to. Like, <laughs> <laughs> now it's just performance art. 
Yeah, I want her to like show up and do Taylor Swift show uh, with all Taylor Swift set design and like use her pyrotechnics before she get a chance to like show up and do shit. Just show up to a NASCAR event and just start playing like right on time. <laughs> one, one of these times she should just perform for an empty arena just to fuck with everybody. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> y'all must have been the ones without y'all energy aligned today. Uh, <laughs> I was a I was at Madison Square Garden last night for two hours singing the seats. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Hmm? Oh, okay. But it's my fault. <laughs> uh, Aisha Curry. You know some, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, uh, John. No, I was just saying some enterprising singer should just go to her shows and when everybody's waiting, just do their whole set. And get <laughs> hey, I like that idea. Um... <laughs> Like, that'd be we a good way to get on, you know, for people that... Yeah, is, we should just go and do our whole show to her family. We should just, yeah, just show up and just sell... Yeah, sell comedy. Yeah. I can do that. That's like, that's like classic movie setup shit right there. When, mm-hmm. like, the uh, the lead singer gets sick right before the big show and, and, the, and the dude who's the janitor <laughs> jumps out from the back <laughs> and, and becomes, a, becomes a superstar. Just all on the hill around. Yes, they just show up. But we don't have a single for the big song for the big concert tonight. And it's just some dude with a with a mop like, "Girl, I used to love you." Oh, oh, I'm sorry, guys. I just came in here to sweep. I think you got one right here. Yeah, yeah we got a Tom Brady. It, you know. Yeah, just Tom Brady. It. Yeah, I think somebody yeah. should. People need to be showing up in the parking lot selling their mixtapes, man. That's what they fucking up, man. Shit, they might yeah. come on. The they crowd be- is already there. Right. right, they might as well perform. Lauren show up. They'll be like, concert over, but I'm not here. No, no, no. We we did a concert without you. It's do over do some uh, <laughs> show up and do some acoustic covers. Life. Like that that's that's when white that's <laughs> yeah, when we need white right. women. That's when we need white women with guitars to do acoustic covers of Lauren Hill songs. No, baby, you know the instrument of choice is ukuleles. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, just show up with some yeah, they, ukuleles. They, 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 they uh guitars are getting smaller now. They, uh, <laughs> all the guitar players move to Brooklyn and find out they ain't got space for that shit, so they switched over to ukuleles now. <laughs> I, I heard them last night. Oh, that's oh, terrible. Oh, yeah, we're in New York. Yeah, you saw it. Yeah, they all have ukuleles. Speaking of, me and Sarome do a bit together that's just like that. It's kind of a parody of the the uh, Lisa Loeb, you know, black glasses spoken word thing. Yeah. It's, it's really worth saying. If you come for anything, come for that. Well, everybody's yeah, gonna say that. I, I play guitar while John says the most disturbing poem I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> uh, well, uh, that's a nice that's a nice teaser. Um, and also in the news, Aisha Curry uh, got a hater on Instagram. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I, you know the thing uh, that's wild about it is um, no matter how many ashy Negroes try to use Aisha Curry as uh, the litmus test for slut shaming, she's not down with that shit. No. And it's sad that some people have tried to make her into, uh, you know, like to come at her about the shit because she's not even cool with yeah. it. Um, <clears throat> at any yeah. rate, on her Instagram is a picture of her in the kitchen uh, with a chef, like you know, because she's that's her business, you know. And uh, this person, Patchy, says, "Yawn, inspiring women to dot 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 be the best wives slash cooks they can be. A, 
or make a profit of their quote-unquote husband's success is this the most that you can achieve with your fame how about inspiring women of ethnic minorities to pursue higher education and get slash get degrees or build their empires mm -hmm, or build their empire slash become entrepreneurs independently of the men that they are married with use your fame wisely women around the world should strive to be more than just great cooks and mothers tailor your marketing and partnerships to inspire the next generation of doctors lawyers professors public leader leaders etc um wow. yeah uh aisha curry did have some on her spirit yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i yeah if Hatchie just showed up uh not no pick no no face in her avatar you know true troll shit um and, yep. <laughs> and start taking shots at this lady um aisha did respond she says at patchy my passion is cooking and food i make people feel happy and comforted through creating delicious and exciting meals not sure why you're so bitter but i'm an entrepreneur in every sense of the word you can continue to make assumptions while i continue working in silence and let the work speak for itself the did you put the two sleeping emojis and the peace fingers fingers. Mm -hmm. why can't we get this lady in touch with lauren hill she really needs it (laughs) (laughs) yeah patchy on the wrong people accounts right um, yeah, you want to inspire somebody inspire this woman to come to the show she's getting paid to do come on dog yeah i, I also I wonder, oh go ahead Soron. sorry i was just saying I, I wonder if steph had to uh had to talk aisha out of posting the picture with stacks of money for, that she's made from the cookbook <laughs> and from videos because it ain't like she's just doing this shit just for her help she's making money off the shit she ain't just doing this shit just she she, she went she ain't just sitting around his house this woman got an education of her own and she ain't just sitting up and spending her if she wanted to with with you know with the kind of lifestyle that this man could afford she could sit at home and not say shit to nobody but she wanted to make her own lane and she's made her own lane she made herself a celebrity in her own right not even you not even using her husband so i don't know what the fuck patrick, patrick problem is this lady make her own money he ain't even on her cooking show Mm-hmm. So what are you talking about? Right. And, and and I think a lot of this is that uh Aisha Curry, she had already had a following and they were already cutting like studio quality videos before she even got her deal. And so it's right. one of those things where all they doing is picking up some shit that she was already doing. It's like it's not gonna be really anything extra for her to do. And it's one of those things and I will continue to say this people hate women and um, and particularly black women yeah well that's, that's all it is the the, the 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 fuck niggas have made her they uh virgin mary and the uh the woman woman haters have told her that even cooking for anybody is a, is a is a slap in the face to progress for any woman so right. i don't know where they eat at uh <laughs> they are gathering fruits and nuts so they don't have to make another woman cook yeah you know what's wild to me is like um you can't win for losing because part of this is uh the misogyny of the fact that we've devalued certain types of labor so Mm -hmm. if a woman cooks if a woman uh is a wife if she's a mother uh there's certain people that have decided that that is valueless work so it's like oh why why are you telling women to do that that's nothing it's like well nigga that's the hardest shit ever how many of y'all fucked up because y'all mamas wasn't right and then the other thing is um they decided that feminism is any pursuit that men quote unquote are are associated with so it's like well 
is if it's a if you're being a doctor or a lawyer or a professor or a public leader or some uh, uh entrepreneur or a person that works in corporate america then that's assumed to be like equal the pursuit of equality for women is because we consider right. those to be men fields but if you're if you've got your own tv show cooking like you got a whole crew of people that i'm sure you order around you got a whole team of people that you know filled whether it's booking guests whether it's getting venues uh whether it's just um you know your schedule and telling them you know, like hey this is the things i want to do these are the places i want to travel you a fucking boss and then some random motherfucker on uh fucking uh instagram with probably like three followers and uh you know and no no face pictures in a in a profile it's gonna tell you how you need to be running your life it's it's fucking ridiculous yeah is right for number one sarome is right she should just start doing her videos from her money bin like like she's probably got a money bin and after the after the show is over she just swim around in it like scrooge mcduck (laughs) that'll that'll send a message and, but but you're totally right about the job thing too, because that's what happened. Remember when they announced the cast for um, Ghostbusters and Leslie Jones? They were like, "Why isn't she a scientist? Right. Why is she only an MTA worker?" That's a state job. I mean, that's a city job. You get benefits. Right. Yeah. Like, like that it, is so. Like, I think I'm a snob, right. but like I'm not going to look down on somebody for having. My mother was a nurse for the state because she always told me benefits are the most important thing in life. Right. <laughs> insurance is the most important thing in life and they're like oh why could she be a scientist most of them don't make money yeah it was it was just wild it's wild to me because they were just assuming i really think a lot of that's about leslie jones being the wrong type of black for a lot of people right they they don't like that type of black shine and you Uh, know my my solution is we need more black people in movies period and they should have more than one role for a black person in that film but as far as putting all that shit on leslie that's that's just uh that's just anti-blackness and hate because because she ain't never did yeah, nothing yeah. to nobody right. and she's funny as fuck and that and she's funny in a room full of black people i'm laughing if it's a room full of white people i'm still fucking laughing because it don't stop her from being funny man she's hilarious to me right and also i, I oh go ahead i'm sorry sweetie i was gonna say I know more black people like Leslie than I know like than I know like Kerry Washington's character in Scandal. Right, right, like, right. I know more. I know more bus drivers. I know more nurses. I know more uh, social workers. I know more teachers than I know high power lawyers. So I, I see what you're saying about yeah, she ain't the right type of black. It's like no, she she it, she she's one of us. Like right what you mean she's too loud or what you mean she's too tall or she's too big she's too bad she wants she's regular folk like 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 real you know somebody like her exactly i hope i hope she she reminds me of my aunts man to be honest and i hope she steal that movie <laughs> i hope i hope when she i hope she steals every fucking minute of them two hours and when people walk out no matter how they feel about the movie they be like hey it wasn't leslie jones fault because uh i know she gonna be uh acting her ass off karen you were gonna say something I- Oh, oh yeah. I was going to say this, uh, uh, kind of back to Aisha Curry. The thing about some of the things Aisha Curry is doing, like y'all were talking about how, 
uh we associate certain things with quote-unquote women's work but the funny thing about it when men dominate these women field they get praised because some of the best chefs in the country are male and those mm-hmm. males never get this scrutiny you don't ever see people hitting them up talking about why are you cooking for your woman what's up point about your woman they don't yeah, ever yeah. Not, i'm not you know they don't mm-hmm. ever tie and associate those things with it it's almost like if it's a a field that's male dominated and a woman enter it you know something's wrong with her if, if it's a female dominated field and a man enter it he's supposed to get fucking special cookies for just doing his goddamn job yeah don't action bronson got like his own cooking shit and people be praising him for that yeah yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's why no, i ain't never heard nobody call bobby flay a sister right Come yeah. on now <laughs> yeah why, why you being such a bad role model for men cooking and being a husband and shit yeah for lay your ass up with them knives <laughs> hey <laughs> Bobby cut shit out you come on now we'll fuck you up yeah i i, I worry oh, handle, i, I worry about him handling knives for what for 30 years Bobby's mm-hmm. probably like uh your boy from um v from vendetta he probably got he probably <laughs> on that time. yeah i wouldn't roll up on him and mm-hmm. i i uh although i do kind of want to try gordon ramsay i feel like he mostly is uh bark he mostly talk he mostly talk yeah he don't uh he not <laughs> he not fooling me bro i i, I peep game yeah. you go you he go a little too hard you know what i'm saying <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm thinking i'm out of if i had to have uh a fade royal rumble with with chefs i'm i'm putting Anthony bourdain up at the top i'm right. putting Bobby up at the top i feel yeah. like emerald tough i feel like he can take a punt yeah. um yeah, he can't. Well, Gordon Ramsay, I think he's out. Yeah, yeah he's out. Of, he's out of first round. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. He's yeah. at the bottom. Uh, yeah. I, I forgot to do this uh, uh, up front, but uh, this is a Blackout Tips podcast, and uh, <laughs> you, hey man, we got to talking, man. We like these dudes. Uh, you can find us on uh, theblackouttips.com and iTunes and Stitcher. Just search the Blackout Tips. Official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball. A bullet ball extreme. Today's marks day 515 that bobby schmurder has been in prison with two million dollar bail free hot niggas that will not be lowered um also we're double sponsored today this show is brought to you by bevel which is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse uh curly hair and uh sensitive skin make sure you step your shave game up and get uh rid of those razor bumps man you don't want that stuff on your face go to getbevel.com and use code free tbgwt to get your first month entirely free at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com do it for father's day we also have another sponsor which is uh shadow dog productions this podcast is sponsored by shadow dog productions we haven't t- hyped this in a while but we have a very funny solo audio play not found on any album called passengers mm-hmm. so you can dive into some rod and karen comedy for just 99 cents you can check it out on itunes just as passengers featuring jenna simon and be sure to pick up the ratings and with the five stars and uh the comments man so uh make sure you guys do that all right uh sure. go ahead what were you gonna say i'll just tell them to go ahead and do it Oh, um, before we get off Ice Curry, I think that um, people like Patsy, um, I think like no, and it, it's just a certain like personality type. No matter what the cause is, the Black Lives Matter, whether it be feminism, whether it be stupid ass uh, men's rights, people or game or gate or whatever the cause, is, it's always gonna be somebody in the that um, the, the shit really ain't about the cause of them. It's really about them being able to. to as loudly as they can they don't really give a fuck about 
Right. Um, actually getting the message across or actually teaching or helping anybody. And it could be a vegan, it could be an atheist, it could be a Bible thumper. It's just them. That's right. all that matters to them. As long as yeah. I get heard and I say whatever I got to say, and it's a lot of projecting and a lot of bullshit. And that's why they end up like posting shit like that because nobody's listening to them. And they're like, and they realize people have told them repeatedly, man, would you shut the fuck up? And so they resort to copying and pasting shit. But so I'm pretty sure Patrick told that shit. She probably did that shit on the Aisha's IG, on the Beyonce's mm-hmm. Instagram, right. on the Rihanna. She just let me, let me hit all my bases today and, and see what happens. Ah! Mm-hmm. I agree. The number one trait of a troll is really how can I make this about me? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I, oh, and you know what else is a thing that happened? Um, I can't remember. I think last week I saw an article, like a person really like took time to write this and somebody put it on the internet. Mm-hmm. A, a guy wrote an article saying that uh, the Marvel movies, the MCU movies, provided an unrealistic image of men's bodies and was giving men uh, body dysmorphia issues. He he did this with a straight face. Look, man. I, I, I mean, I there's like with the Marvel shit. I've just realized that that everybody has an opinion at this point, and like the internet just has no fucking. Um, no rules to it so if you think something comically like i like i actually stopped being sarcastic on certain shit because i would think something comically and then like literally within a few minutes somebody would be like oh you know uh so-and-so said that right and i'm just like oh oh so now i look like i agree with some dick some dick you know <laughs> like like i like I, I'm, I'm made up the i was just like man somebody gonna be saying um black panther isn't uh, a good representation of black people watch and people's like yeah that happened like thursday i'm like fuck <laughs> <laughs> he's like like he's like ron it's already six blog posts on that we all yeah it's already it's, yeah it's, it's, six it's, blog posts i used to sarcastically be like oh you know what man i would give like uh you know y'all had a bad advice show right and it's like sarcastically i would give bad advice like oh man what you need to do is this and then there's always some nigga out there that's like yeah steve harvey did say you need to do that and i'm like oh <laughs> oh fuck i didn't know he was really gonna say that um but yeah uh in other news this was this was blood this was uh this had twitter in a tizzy the other day okay uh apparently there's a site called ngtrans.com now i don't know exactly what ng trans is about me either uh but <laughs> trends or trans trends t-r-e-n-d-s okay ngtrends.com i oh okay it's nigeria news okay so a lot of this, this is, is uh funny. in capital in capital letters right with, bold uh anyway <clears throat> uh hi ng trans readers i am 32 years old and my girlfriend is 31 years old we've been together for five years and now live together in a nice house things have been slowly fizzling out and I've been feeling like we don't belong together for a few months now. I feel like if I don't make a decision soon, we will be married and I will feel this way forever. But on the other hand, getting a kidney transplant has changed my life for the better in so many ways. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like staying together is the right thing to do, even if I'm not in love anymore. I'll never be able to pay her back. I'm so torn and conflicted 
and feel like i have to make an impossible choice if i stay with her i always feel trapped in a loveless relationship but if i break up with her i'll forever feel like an evil person for dumping someone who literally put their life on the line for me that's right his girlfriend <laughs> yeah, gave him is. a kidney and then he dipped or he's ready to dip. yeah I've, I've seen this. I, I saw that. Um, I don't know. That, that story been circulating for a long time. I know it happened in real life with George Lopez. And um, <laughs> I, uh, I I don't know. I ain't really had no opinion about it because I, I don't think I would ask my lady for a kid. I, I probably would be like, hey, man, it's my time. Ain't no need for, uh, <laughs> both of, ain't no need for both of us uh, not to be able to enjoy wine no more that's uh, go. <laughs> i ruined these kidneys i put them through their paces yeah. you know i yeah i mean i would ask karen for a kidney but just for like a spare you know what i'm saying like i got two good ones but like what's <laughs> you know what i'm saying like you have to use the bathroom less often karen already goes a lot anyway you I know i could you know i could watch the whole movies at the theater um it's a lot of positives to I, like this. Making, I like how you making this uh beneficial for her yeah and watch <laughs> yeah one of her kidneys in storage right just you know just an extra a on the side up. yeah just but um yeah i i mean i loved it because uh with all these hypothetical things people get into the arguments on twitter and shit even though it's like you don't even have a boyfriend or a girlfriend this is not gonna ah! happen to you at any time soon but um i saw people arguing and i just my favorite thing was i was just waiting on somebody to be like uh and that's why i don't nobody want your raggedy ass kidneys anyway uh to somebody <laughs> but we well we never got to that point but that's what i was waiting on yeah i was waiting on it to get personal yeah. somebody to um pull up somebody's <laughs> medical records out of the blue and be like you can't even give a kidney because you got hepatitis c anyway like oh, oh my god nigga um, you drank mad dog 2020 and you talking about some kid i don't want your kidneys <laughs> i know somebody this, i i know somebody this happened to like mm-hmm. like very closely so i can't really comment because people might uh yeah john, no, john, you, john you walking I, around john you walking around with somebody kidney right now bro yeah you got extra kidney going on right I now i don't know whose it is um <laughs> But, you know, times are tough, and I had to make some choices. So, there's, there's somebody in an ice bath in Parsippany right now, but they're going to be all right. Hey, man, I'll tell you like this. If uh, if I take one of Karen kidneys, I know I got to stay forever. That's just what it is. Because she's going she gonna to want that kidney back, man. You know? Like, she yeah, gonna... I, I can see, I can see Karen asking for her kidney back. Yeah. You you can leave, but the kidney stays with me. And just pull out a knife like we can do this now. Save uh-huh. save yeah. save, save the, the money. Time. Yeah, I I won't charge you as much as the save surgeon. surgery recall. Right. Yeah. <laughs> she pull out a she pull out an ice box like a cooler. We just put it on ice right now. I mean, if you ready to leave, you're not going to be fucking these new girls least, with my kidney. <laughs> at least you'll wake at least you'll wake you up for it and, right. and take it back. <laughs> right. That might be even there, there worse. You don't want to be walking up out of a sound sweep, somebody digging in back. (laughs) There is a terrible, terrible low-budget movie called Repo, and it's about, like, this dystopian future where people rent um, organs, and if they don't make their payment, a guy comes and repossesses them. 
yeah forrest whitaker's in it i saw that in the theater Oh, really? that's, that's a good bad movie. Yeah, that's I like that movie. movie. It is a good bad movie. It's like that. It's like that Justin Timberlake movie that was about uh, you had to buy a certain uh, amount of time to live and shit. Yeah, we seen that yeah. in the theaters. Yeah, it was like that. Where it's like it's such a bad premise because we know how unrealistic it is, and it was trying to be hella deep. But at the same time, <laughs> I did enjoy the shootouts and shit, so it was okay with me. Yeah, it was. It was worth the price of popcorn. I saw that one too. Yeah. But at the end of the movie, at the end of the movie, you basically walk away saying, "Yeah, that was some bullshit," and then you stop thinking about it forever until somebody else bring it up. Yeah, yep. those are the kind of movies that trick stupid people into being like, "Yo, that movie is so deep, man." Because like, if you think about it, <laughs> we all on borrowed time. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when you get a loan, like money is time. They say time is money. You like, yo, nigga, that movie was way stupider than that. <laughs> like that is not how life works at all um yeah, that movie was definitely <laughs> facebook deep yeah yeah <laughs> yes. facebook deep right <laughs> uh all right uh in white people news speaking of leaving people uh james mcavoy and his wife Anne marie duff have gotten uh a found a divorce oh that's right Aww. professor x is uh I guess Apocalypse must have sucked, man, because the movie came out, his wife left him. I mean, everything falling to pieces. Man, that's, that's sad. That's a bad movie. Yeah. That is a bad movie when your your wife's like, yeah, I can't do this. I yeah. can't. I can't be associated with this. She walked yeah. out of she walked out of the movie premiere early and shit. Like, no, no. My, my, my friends ain't gonna. Get, yeah, she was like, my friends ain't gonna clown me on social media. Mm-mm. James, I have an image to maintain. And I, I can't be no. seen with a man that's affiliated with this bullshit. No, not at all. Yeah, we'll split custody of a five-year-old, okay? Let me see what any of the Chris's are up to. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. yeah. What, what are y'all... Evans, I don't even care. Just one yeah. of them. What's the Marvel niggas up to? Because that's, that's where it's at. <laughs> can't be fucking with you. Uh, the View wants that's, to replace... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, uh, just the wrong... I'm sorry, this is going to be a bad six months. If it end up being like 13% on Rotten Tomatoes and like <laughs> and tanking money-wise and six months from now, you sitting, he's sitting in his, in his apartment looking at the reviews and looking at pictures of his wife with his with her new boo. That's going to be a sad six months. Hey, what if, um, what if at the custody hearing the judge is like, uh, you know, typically when a father wants to be involved, we try to split custody 50 50. But, uh, I saw X-Men Apocalypse <laughs> and after seeing X-Men Apocalypse, I don't believe any man in his right mind would want to be associated with something like that. So I'm going to have to grant full custody to your wife. <laughs> Not full. It's an abusive household to even have a child involved <laughs> with some shit like these Marvel, these, these X-Men movies. And I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, no, you can't be trusted around your child. I know you read the script. You, <laughs> you make bad decisions. <laughs> you gotta be reading those reviews and taking it out on your kid, man. We can't put him in that kind of danger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of danger. You're gonna want to hit somebody. I've read them. I wanted to uh, hit somebody. I, hoping, I was hoping for the best, but the more I see the trailers, I'm like, ooh, this is going oh man i always get you know that's the worst part of being a nerd i mean which you know relatively is not that bad obviously but the worst part of being a nerd is i can talk myself into any nerd property it doesn't even fucking matter anymore like i can sit back and be like you know what maybe they did it right the 75th time it's like nope no nope i've seen all the movies i've gone to ghost rider and ghost rider too me too which means i knew better 
when i went the second time i knew better and i still <laughs> found a way to, i saw jonah hex in the movie theater oh, y'all jonah hex was bad i saw it so it's like i could talk myself into anything you know now i just be like i'm doing it for the show but really oh. if we ain't have a show i go see this bullshit because i that's what i do <laughs> <laughs> but and you know but i think for me i put like this uh and i'm sorry if i if i nerd out on some people when i say this but for me i put my faith in marvel and the thing is other people have marvel properties but they don't do it justice and i think when that batman versus superman movie came out i was so furious i could have set a house on fire i was upset about that movie that movie was fucking horrible so i've made my mind if dc make it or if fox make it my um level of excitement no matter you you're not gonna get me with no previews no more it's it's on a negative 10 and you got to build from there because my heart will not be broken no more yeah i'm not i'm not saying my heart i'm not saying my heart gets broken i'm just saying i will still go see this shit no knowing that i think it's gonna be bad i'm gonna go see it too oh i'm sorry (laughs) i i tapped out after x2 because I realized the same thing. People, when people were like, "If you don't like it, don't go see it," and I was like, "You know what? That's that's right. That's a good." So I, I tapped out. I haven't seen I haven't seen an X Men movie after X Two. I I didn't watch the new Fantastic Four because Chris told me I would die. It was he so said bad. I would get so angry that it would kill me. It was, and terrible. that's a friend. That's a real friend. That is. <laughs> yeah i i mean i go see all this shit because and well that's the other thing too is i will talk myself into a movie sometimes where i just like it and and i and i know nobody else likes it you know what i mean like i've been watching on repeat um fucking that because it's free to watch on amazon if you have uh the amazon movies right now or whatever uh you can like you know you know like it's like their netflix <clears throat> anyway yeah uh i've been watching the fuck out of the 2014 uh teenage mutant ninja turtles movie like <laughs> like i saw it in the theater i left the theater like this is some bullshit it was and then i got i got home and i was, I was like it took me a while but i so slowly started thinking like wait a minute the fuck was i expecting from a teenage Mutant ninja turtles movie that's my fault <laughs> right. i was expecting gravitas and like this serious <laughs> plot and like you know because they look so real and and, and shit now and i was like you know it's gonna we're gonna get some dark like con- like it's gonna be all kinds of fighting and shit like and then when the I, comic book. yeah, I got back home. I was like, man, we haven't had that since it was in black and white when Eastman and Leard uh, invented yep. them and made them like uh, a parody of Daredevil. So we haven't had yep. this shit in thirty years, and my black ass is li- li- really sitting in the theater after decades of children's cartoons talking about some why they ain't cutting off heads. That's my bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I do like it, and I will be back for the next one that's on me I, I you know i can like some shit that's not perfect that's cool i was very <clears throat> i think um i was holding on on walking out of the theater until i saw uh a uh, shredder work for vector knives and i was like okay all right oh uh, yeah yeah shredder, uh, was, uh, shredder was beasting dog he them up they, they I, found a way to make shredder even scarier than than shredder shredder he worked for Victor Knives. He had all the knives on him at one time. Ah. Um, it was too late for me to walk out then. I was like, this movie got 15 minutes. It's just stupid to walk out now. Yeah. I'm going to just keep watching. And uh, like you said, I just had, I just willfully suspended. Um, 
my uh my my brain i was like i'm gonna just enjoy this shit that's how that's how good that that's how good technology has come because the only thing that fucked it up for me was that it looked so good my mind kept being like well that shit wouldn't happen like that nigga seven foot turtles don't exist that's on me that would be so big they were so big yo Raphael was the biggest yo racism because you know he the nigga one but he was <laughs> he was the biggest one and the angriest man like i it, that was the other part that was real unrealistic i was like yo no human beings would fight seven foot tall 340 pound turtles <laughs> all the all the bad oh, guys would show <laughs> yeah nobody yeah. Nobody will fight a 500 pound turtle man are you stupid <laughs> all the all the bad guys will just show up and be like come on dog for real yeah i'm, I'm uh, shredder you serious nah dog I'm, These, I'm, I'm, they, I'm not fucking with that they wasn't even like them cute adorable they was nigga turtles dog it was just ah! straight up like these niggas are about to go to a sec school and dominate <laughs> It's just gonna be all of them. They're gonna be the they're gonna be the whole team. Everybody gonna line up with like like twelve or fifteen. <laughs> instead, of, instead of Nick Fury showing up at the end, just like uh Nick Saban show up at the end. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Land on the field in a helicopter, going, "You, you've been chosen." Yeah. <laughs> Raphael, Alabama. Hello. <laughs> 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 Auburn Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, dude. Hey, you bring up a real good point. Because <laughs> hey, even, even if I'm a trained ninja, I would look at Shredder and be like, look, dude, I train to fight men. I train yeah. to fight human beings. <laughs> and there are no human beings here. Right. I train for this shit. None of, none of the stuff you told me to do by breaking arms will work on these damn turtles. None of it. They don't even have regular arms. This right. And he and he got the nerve to be like, no, nah, y'all need to step it up. Nigga, you have a metal armor suit. You might as well be Iron Man with knives. Right. How the fuck hey. you going to look at me like I'm a bitch? <laughs> this don't even make sense. That, <laughs> hmm. this, nigga, this, this turtle just picked up a damn shipping container and threw it. Right. I'm out. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll fight the rat. You take you, you take the turtles. I'll fight this this little old rat. ass this mini, miniature rat. Let him beat me up with this cave. Fuck that bullshit. Uh, speaking of which, speaking of Ninja Turtles, uh, rumors are that uh, the View wants to replace Raven Simone. I don't believe them till yeah. she gone. Yeah, I, I just hope that she claims racism on her way out. That would be. Oh, oh that would be perfect. <laughs> I hope she does too. I can't wait. I can't oh. wait for it. That Instagram rant is gonna be so powerful. I hope she do video. I want her to say, yes, I'm gonna do a Snapchat. Yes, I want her to say I want to see her I need I need to hear Raven say white privilege. I need to see her say discrimination. <laughs> I need her to invoke Harriet Tubman for no reason. I just I, I, I got the, my I got the head man in my life I got the head yeah the 24 hours after she gets let go before they find a replacement it's gonna be so funny uh until oh. until they replace her with somebody worse because that's what they do oh, yeah, yeah yeah it's like uh and now Azalea Banks well welcome to the view <laughs> yeah that, that that would not surprise me that would not surprise me guy it's gonna be leaning dunham or some shit yeah it's always somebody worse man somebody awful just awful gop black chick what would be the the best is like after it after all this like bullshit barbara walters comes back 
Yeah. Like fucking Jesus and puts it all back together. <laughs> she saves the show. <laughs> no, like Gandalf over the over the hill when the sun rises. Should <laughs> be Barbara Walters the white. <laughs> With all white hair in a white in a white uh Chanel dress. Oh, it's gonna be, yeah. <laughs> oh, be lit. I'm here for that. Oh, but I just want to see how much they're gonna have to. I want to see how much they're gonna have to bleep out of Zaya Banks when she comes. <laughs> She's not gonna stop cussing, right? I want to see them. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do want to see who they replace her with because it's probably gonna be like Jason Whitlock or yeah it's gonna be worse whatever well whoever it is i'm just prepared for it to be like 24 hours of pure joy where we like good get her ass out of here and then after that just hell because it's gonna be worse skip bayless (laughs) no uh gop black chick yes that's why yes gop black chick gonna show up she probably in the top running for y'all think you what's that woman who uh that woman that campaigns for trump that black woman she gonna show up (laughs) Oh. Bring them to sing. Bring them to singing ass crows. Yeah, uh, <laughs> singing ass crows. That's what they remind me of. Is the, is the crows from Dumbo? I sing oh. from Dumbo. <laughs> oh man, that's good, man. That's dumb. Oh, somebody uh, said Amarosa. Amarosa, yeah, Amarosa would love to do it. Love to do it. Oh, look, uh, Cola Booth, she's available. She ain't doing mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, man. We, uh, let's play our games, guys. Got some games we play here at the Blackout Tips. Um, the first one is a game called, uh, Fucking with Black People. Mm-hmm. Play my music here. We just fucking with those black people. We just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game where we go around the globe getting articles and assigning point scores from zero to a hundred in intervals of twenty-five for how much we feel fucked with as black people. Today's contestants, everybody. Um, here's a familiar, familiar face to uh, fucking with black people. George Zimmerman is back in the news. Oh, he get a hundred. Mm. Okay, all right, Karen with a straight up hundred out of the gate. Uh, he apparently is trying to auction off the gun that shot and killed Trayvon Martin. I wonder how can he legally do that? Uh, I, mean, I, I understand this is property, but who, who who thinks that this is a good idea? Uh, well, apparently, um, nobody thinks is a good idea uh gunbroker.com is where he was selling it uh but then they took it off of gunbroker.com also it the auction was hacked so the, <laughs> it was uh people were putting in fake bids i think it got up to like 65 million dollars at one point i don't know what it is now um <clears throat> some people were having rumors that uh you know the smithsonian and stuff wanted to get it and put it on display as a piece of history or whatever uh the smithsonian came out was like fuck fuck no he didn't he didn't say any of that i know it's so like i know we want to collect history but not like that yeah uh he he told our uh building we don't want it vandalized yeah 
Yeah, and then he said he didn't I, like. I, it. I live oh, in DC. Ahead. You going you? I live in DC. You gonna have to replace that glass weekly if I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody gonna melt that shit down like the end of Terminator Two if uh, yeah. they get their hands on it. That's what I would do with it. Um, but yeah, he um said I'm a free American. I can do what I like with my possessions. Uh, he added that proceeds from the sale would be used to prevent violence against law enforcement by Black Lives Matter. Because uh, you know that how happens. often that's happening, right? You know how. Yeah, that, the rays out here putting yeah. bricks in his vest and swinging them at cops. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. happening all the time. I, so. In so many times I turned on the news and said, will someone save these poor police officers? Because yeah. <clears throat> what we Black Lives Matter is doing to them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what Black Lives Matter is doing to them is just a shame. Just every day you turn on TV and just you know officer down is what i see um what i don't understand about police is they say they're so you know worried about going home to their wives and stuff but they give white people so much rope that they put their lives in danger all the time like they give they turn their backs on white people they like they have weapons like they get killed by white people because they don't take them seriously like they're the ones kill them like if you're so worried about your life stop being racist yeah it really like, is a the, meth, the meth heads are the ones that are smoking cops yep. <laughs> they don't yes. give the meth heads and then those like guns right activist nuts that are white people yeah. that shoot at cops like it's always mm-hmm. it's always those motherfuckers that go off and shoot at the cops like it's it's never like the dude you pulled over for speeding that just like hops out like i hate police too this is a good opportunity no. you know no. <laughs> it's militia guys it's it's uh what are they those 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 uh, libertarians yeah those yeah. are the people you gotta watch out for like if a dude got a youtube channel where all he does is walk around with a rifle talking about his rights yo harass that oh, motherfucker just shoot a cop yeah he'll he'll shoot out a cop. he can't wait to shoot a cop can't wait to shoot a cop you know Anybody that's ever like, I don't have to roll my window down. That dude can't wait to shoot your ass, but you worry about me. Ah. Um. Anyway, uh, zero to a hundred for. Was, oh, go ahead. Um, hundred, Okay. <laughs> what about you, John? Oh man, it's it's song of the south fucking with black people. <laughs> oh okay i'm right. um, assuming that's 100 uh i also give it 100. Yeah, that's 100 that's pretty that's pretty high that's about as high as you can hey, get. I, only way i would only way i'm okay with that auction is if if zimmerman let me buy the pistol he has to hand it to me because yes he don't know he don't he don't know i got two bullets in my pocket yeah yeah i, I got to sell it to me we'll be like now what size uh what size clip they take Oh no! Yeah. Just I'm just asking, brother. I'm just asking for my yeah. own. Uh, yeah, yeah. Can you hand me that? I'm gonna sh- <laughs> shoot him. I'm gonna shoot him dead in the dick. I'll do them six months. <laughs> how- Yo, for real. Uh, I know people try to be classy and shit, but uh, I, I don't even pretend. Cause uh, when that dude almost shot George Zimmerman, he was a hero in my book. He was a hero. I partied he was that a day. Hero. I said, get his ass. I don't give a fuck how it happens. Get him. I don't. I was, I don't. Woo. I was dead ass looking for his goat. When that dude got arrested, I was looking for his GoFundMe. So me too. His legal defense. I'm like, how do we get this man out? And luckily, he got out on yeah. his own. But I would have got his ass out. Hey, listen. What What do we need to put on this? Get this hero out of jail. 
um uh second story uh karen gave it 100 already mm-hmm. uh for that one but for this one marijuana arrests are down in colorado since it's legal up there okay for yeah, for white teens but it is up for black and latino teens that sounds about right mm. yeah yeah so legalize uh-huh. it and uh it goes down for white kids and up for black and latino kids Hmm. Uh, <clears throat> it's definitely in the 60 to 70 range yeah. <laughs> yeah there's a report that says black and latino adolescents in colorado are being arrested for marijuana offenses at a more disproportionate rate than they were before the state legalized recreational use of the drug the report released in march found a striking racial disparity in how adolescents between 10 and 17 are being arrested white juvenile marijuana arrests decreased by eight percent between 2012 and 2014 while black juvenile arrests increased by 58 percent and latino juvenile arrests that's so big increased by 29 percent so if and this by the way this ain't even counting all the innocent niggas that probably just got harassed for like you know because it's like just because the rest went up 58 percent you know being detained probably went up even higher than that mm-hmm. oh yeah oh my god so i don't trust denver i don't trust denver at all denver is white utopia you know how many white people i've known who went there for a day and moved there mm. like <laughs> yeah like, heard i that. can't do you know what it's like there? I'm like, no, what? They're like, it's beautiful. It's it's Shangri-La for white people. They just love it too much. Mm. I, I don't know what's there that attracts them, but I, I don't need to find out. And it's, it's I like think I'm going to uh, start calling Denver White Lana. White Lana. <laughs> Holy shit. White Lana. And, and, you nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Go ahead, Karen. No problem. And something that they've been talking about, I seen somebody tweeting about this on Twitter that actually lives in Denver, mm-hmm. and they were saying that ever since they passed these laws, they were saying that people who live there have been priced out of the market. They were talking about how rent has skyrocketed and everything around them has skyrocketed because people move there, and because people move there, they fill up all like the, the rental apartments and all that shit. You have people moving their companies and stuff there. So they were saying like a lot of people who, uh, who are like the working class, people who aren't really profiting off of owning like marijuana places are having to either room up together or leave the city because the rates and everything has just skyrocketed in those areas and they said that's a downside that nobody's talking about whenever they talk about these laws being passed well also revenue wise this is a new revenue stream for police officers because what happens is you cut off one revenue stream because everybody over 21 is legal to use marijuana recreationally now so they target the middle schools and juveniles because it's not legal for them and of course the targeting ticket money somehow exactly the revenue has to come in and then miraculously coincidentally it's also racist like oh we also mostly arrest black and brown kids sorry and odds are i don't know much about colorado but i guarantee you it ain't a lot of brown and black dots out there no they're arresting the same 23 black people <laughs> <laughs> just in rotation yeah they just, just they, they just show up at school uh laramie it's your day yeah. oh. oh man tell, tell them i'll be late for third period man yeah. i gotta go do my weekly thing yeah i'll be back man going to the station tell my mama pick me up after school damn man 
anyway uh karen zero to 100 oh yeah this, this is 100 for me all right john yeah i think it's like 75 just because i'm never gonna go there <laughs> uh, so well, it really doesn't it's like you can't get bitten by a shark if you don't go in the water so. that's true that's true now uh what about you Sorrow? i'm gonna i'm gonna get white line a, a 83 on this because they was already <laughs> doing it before weed before weed was legal and now they just they just found a way around it uh so yeah i'm, I'm gonna give them an 83 on this one all right you all know right. why that's really true because i've like when you said it, there's an equal amount of black people who went to Atlanta once and they're like, I gotta move there. Right. <laughs> it's yeah. the same thing. Wow. Yeah, Atlanta, like for black people and for gay people. Like you can go down there and be like, <laughs> you know what? This shit is better. Is this what not being a press feel like? Because I can get used to this. White Atlanta. Go back to my small <laughs> ass uh, footloose town after this? Hell no. Um, white people go to denver like i don't feel guilty about anything anymore (laughs) oh lord there's no blacks to feel bad about there's no poor people there's no pocs this is wonderful (laughs) look at all this beer and hiking (laughs) and skiing oh my god to climb on every corner right so many rocks to climb oh my god there is a bear crawl on a hiking trail i i've never even seen it <laughs> <laughs> and at the end there is a quinoa shop like i didn't even know i am never leaving here again in my life <laughs> hey and white and white lana they have a service where golden retrievers deliver vegan meals to you on their back so they don't even <laughs> I heard when uh white women cross over the border, they get a free pair of Lululemon uh yoga pants. <laughs> when you get to the airport, when you yeah. get to the airport, they hand you like they they put them around you, your neck like when you get to Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they say they, they say no must stay. Instead. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. No must stay. Namaste to you too. Yeah. Welcome like, home. I know. They were like, they were like, I don't know what's happening. I walk around and all of a sudden you have yoga classes in the middle of the road. I can't explain it, guys. Yoga classes for days. They're yeah. everywhere. Here's your here's your Taylor Swift album. You're welcome. Like flash mobs. Yeah. Yes, flash mob yoga classes. <laughs> Shake it off, plays everywhere. The Lumineers play at the Barnes and Noble every Thursday and Wednesday. <laughs> Yeah, uh, shake it off, plays hey, every, every public venue. Uh, we don't know it, but all four of us have been banned from Denver right now. <laughs> yeah, they gonna plant some weed on us. I can't go now. <laughs> no, we, no, we, we definitely can't. going downtown. Oh, we uh, definitely going. Outside. They gonna no, nah, it's too weed legal. They have to find something else. They gonna find our ass like some peyote. Yeah. <laughs> uh a black north carolina student passes. oh and I, of course 100 for me all right a black north carolina student passes drug test and is still suspended for smelling like weed what yeah yeah um yep even though school authorities found never found marijuana on her and she passed a drug test north carolina student jacayla johnson received a five-day suspension because she smelled like weed while she was sitting in chinese class school officers entered the classroom alleging that they smelled weed from the hallway they singled out johnson and smelled her fingers which according to school document obtained 
uh from cb by cbs it smelled pungently of weed i was feeling embarrassed because they called me out out of everybody says jacayla um she passed the drug test on the day of her suspension when her mom showed up at the school with the test results the school showed her a document saying she had been in possession of marijuana according to jacayla's mother tamika johnson officials say they checked possession on the document because they had no other box to check for smelling like weed but she didn't possess so she didn't possess it um in my head you don't uh check anything then she says because the the box says possession use under the influence or distribution 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 or conspiracy to distribute distribute she obviously none of those she didn't have any of those so they check possession uh after jacayla johnson's suspension she must take drug education classes or face suspension for the rest of the year johnson missed three tests and must complete the work while uh done while out uh and in a discussion with npr monique w morris author of push out the criminalization of black girls in schools talked about young black women and the school to prison pipeline she said black girls are getting the message that no one wants them there in the school more than other girls um so wow yep zero to a hundred karen Oh yeah, this this gets a hundred, uh, and I think the the thing that makes me the most upset about that is that what are the repercussions? Like I guarantee you, if this was a white child, we wouldn't be even having this conversation. I'm just gonna keep this real. Yes, um, and I and also I think for me was the fact that she should have the right to sue. Like if I was her parents, oh, take that shit to trial, bitch, because mm-hmm. I'm yeah. uh, you know I'm uh, uh, because it's one. And I think the thing that frustrates me, and a lot of people aren't paying this any attention, if you look across the country, a lot more parents, particularly brown parents, are starting to homeschool because of bullshit like this. Mm-hmm. All right. What about you, Saron? Uh, this, is a, this is some A-grade racism, so at least in 94. <laughs> this is, uh, <laughs> all of a sudden, this cop is an old factory expert. This nigga's a bloodhound. Um, right. and we just, his, his nose is admissible in court. I smell it. So it's on you. Like you go around sniffing kids. Ain't nobody question you about that yet. Right. So, how, how is you get suspended for the aura of weed? Like, right. The old gear. Like yeah. not on you, not in your system. Just a, Mm-hmm. That's crazy, man. Like, you, you know what? She got, she got sniffed out for being a black child in Chinese class. It was like, that's not possible. Yeah. yeah that's, no. Uh, how dare you try to better yourself yeah you know the other thing that's kind of scary about it is um it makes you wonder like if uh because i feel like those cops are still gonna be like uh i'm refreshing chat room i know my camera froze uh i feel like those cops still tell the story that oh she she definitely was on some type of weed i just we couldn't catch her but as far as we're concerned she's guilty uh like they always do that's gonna stick with her for the rest of the time she was at that school. Right. Yeah. That's gonna get passed around all the rest of the cops and the, and the teachers that the cop talked to. That's gonna be, you know, it ain't that whole official record if they get rid of it, but it's gonna be in everybody's mouth until she leaves the school. Right. Cop, and cops never She'll always be a weed girl. They never cop to making a mistake. It's always just somehow this Negro outsmarted us, but nah, she clearly is on some type of weed. Uh, what about you, John? Zero to a hundred. See, this is tough because everybody in my apartment building smokes weed. Mm-hmm. So my everything here is saturated with the smell. 
So I would have been I would have been suspended every day. <laughs> right. No. Like everybody, see, it drives me crazy. But um, yeah, it's at least a ninety-eight. The reason why the reason why fucking with black people even exists, and I'm like I'm pretty sure of this, mm-hmm. is that most white people, like you guys know, I I, I spend a lot of time around white people, so I know their ways. <laughs> um, they they should be afraid of me because I know them way more than they know themselves. Yeah, <laughs> like white people ever like there is there's very few white people who aren't like at least more than three degrees removed from a lawyer or a cop. Right. Like, right. So they so they can get away with more because oh my cousin's a cop, my dad's brother is a cop. Oh, we grew up with these cops. Um, oh, there's all these lawyers, so they're not afraid. They they're afraid to fuck with white people because there's a much greater chance of them getting sued. And, you know, like white people sue everybody. And you black people, they feel you. like there's a lot less chance that they know a cop or they know a lawyer. Right. So, so there's less, that's why there's less people. The only thing people are afraid of is losing their money. Mm. And, and we don't have that community of law enforcement and lawyers that white people do. So that's why they will let a white girl slap her in the face because they know her dad is probably a lawyer. Mm. Like, why do you think white people are so reckless? Cause they know they can get away with shit. Yeah. So well, it they just see... becomes this reciprocal cycle of no consequences. Right. And then you got people shooting up movie theaters. I'm pretty sure that's connected too. Yeah, they see yeah. each other. They see people as fully formed humans if they're white because they remind them of somebody they know anyway, you know? That is. And, and they do have agency. I mean, it's, look at Ferguson. It was uh, the biggest part of Ferguson. I mean, uh, it's sad Mike Brown lost his life, but I think the uncovering of the systemic fucking with black people that they were just doing was, uh, it was like, it couldn't be denied, but it was like, to me, the... It, it's the thing that leads to somebody dying is that you constantly are fucking with these people and you don't have any right to do it and then you don't allow them any recourse and you know they don't have the money and the access to truly defend themselves so you just basically it's taxation through over policeation so it's it's crazy karen what were you gonna say i'm sorry oh no problem and i think my biggest thing about when it comes to white people they don't know who's who which means you fuck around and arrest the wrong child or arrest the wrong somebody. They might be connected or might know or be related to somebody that actually has power. So you're under the assumption that I might not know you white person, but you might know somebody that can get me fired or police chief's cousin or somebody like that. I don't know. So I'm always, I'm always under the assumption that there are consequences to my action for fucking with you. Right. Well, that's such a low percentage in their mind consider how many black people they fuck with and how few are able to like be the wrong one and shit i think goldie taylor's son she was on twitter just talking about it this weekend her son got arrested and like tased and shit you know like wow they don't know who they're fucking they don't care it's just i saw a black person i'm going to fuck with them and then later on they find out oops shit that was a somebody with some reach uh didn't mean to fuck with that one you know we better we better rally the troops uh, anyway, a hundred for me. So, Ron, what were we gonna say? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going at a hundred. All right, let's uh get to uh let's get to the last game that we play, guys. Game called. Uh, Guess- oh wait, wait. Oh, go I ahead. Just, I just remember what I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. I lost my train of thought. Um. Oh yeah, so there's a there's a lot of, a lot of white white friends who, especially like in Baltimore and New York, when they 
they would like try and help. And they're like, I'm going to go do this for you because I know it's too dangerous for you. Mm. Like I have friends who like, they would literally try to get arrested. Like, mm. you know how they say you can't get arrested in this town. They were, they were, <laughs> I have white friends who were trying to get arrested protesting and the cops would just walk around them to arrest a black person. Yeah. Like no exaggeration. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it, it was it was crazy. There, you, did you ever see the movie for World War Z? Uh, yeah, okay. I did. yeah, I saw it. The one with Tom Hanks. I mean, Tom Cruise. Uh, no, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, the zombie joint. Okay, my bad. Yes, I was thinking yeah. about what what movie did I just tank? What is it? War of the World? Man, All right, go War ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Remember how the zombies would just run around some people like they didn't see them? Mm-hmm. That's white people and cops yeah basically yeah i've seen footage i remember during <laughs> occupy uh they would have footage of like all these white people protesting and shit and then they just like grab a black person and be like you're coming with us it's like what that <laughs> that white person just spit in your face and slapped you and it's like i didn't it didn't happen i don't know what happened but this <laughs> this negro was looking me in my eye though <laughs> you making eye contact with me boy like what this, this woman just she just pissed on your foot. Uh, I just know that you make an eye contact, boy. You're eyeballing me, and you need to come downtown. A woman, a woman was able to piss standing up and hit your foot. Right. It was just for the scientific miracle of it. You should be paying attention. Fuck that. <laughs> You're going downtown, nigger. You're mouthing me. Uh, all right, let's 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 play our game. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. That's right, it's time for guest the race. The number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read and play news articles from all across the globe and we ask our contestants today, Sarome and John from the Deceptive Comics, to guess the race. And the chat room plays along and they are racist. All right. Story number one. Let's see. How about let's go to the old school. Um, mm, let's go with this story. I've never seen this one before. Uh, police. A woman was held captive in a wooden box for four months by her boyfriend. What? I know. She must have had his kidney. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> A 47-year-old man held his girlfriend captive inside of a wooden box uh, for the past four months. Authorities are searching Central Missouri for James Barden Horn Jr. After the hysterical woman fled their residence Thursday evening, Horn is doing okay despite her ordeal. Horn is considered dangerous, and anyone should call the authorities if they encounter him. I would not let him know that you know what he what he has done, or even notice him. Just call 911. Said. Uh, deputy uh sergeant uh joshua howe uh court records show horn has a history of torturing and holding women captive that are breaking up with him a history damn history. a federal judge said horn could commit another violent sexual act but there was no convincing evidence to order horn to a mental facility after his release from a federal prison uh and of course um he, yeah mm-hmm. no, no. <laughs> yeah. i got my answer in my head i'm gonna save it okay 
authorities in missouri say horn did commit another violent sexual act as federal prosecutors had feared nearly four years ago a missouri woman called 911 from a neighbor's home just after 6 p.m thursday to say she had managed to escape from the home she was frantic and said she had just escaped her boyfriend's house where he had been periodically locking her in a wooden box shit yeah he got abandonment issues or something uh authorities said uh the couple had a bad feeling uh out a bad falling out that horn attacked the and then that horn attacked the woman and forced her into the wooden box uh that was about four feet long and four feet wide and eight feet deep shit she was sexually assaulted and routinely locked in the box but was given food and water upon further inspection of the box it did appear to be constructed for the purpose of concealing the purpose person the wooden box itself along with other evidence was collected from the scene police have not released a picture of horn he is described oh they don't like if i tell you that you know the race uh the woman said but he is uh about 5'11 feet uh 5'11 tall and weighs 175 pounds the woman said she would be held captive since january after their consensual relationship turned sinister and that he controlled her interactions with family members typical abusive behavior mm-hmm. they were in consensual a consensual romantic relationship up until this point about four months ago things came back there was an assault and he began holding her hostage from that point on i wonder if she was ever like what the fuck is he building that box for <laughs> you know what i mean it's not like houses come with that fucking box so it's like what? Oh, ah, a house with a box on the side there's no garden tools in there it's not a shed like you just building a fucking box huh okay yeah somebody should have asked some questions about it. when you when you build a a, a lady size box yeah somebody should ask you some yeah yeah uh listen i'm not telling y'all to pry into your neighbor's business far be it from me <laughs> But if you look in the backyard and a nigga just building a box with no windows, no doors and shit, feel free to like, you know, call, just ask the authorities to keep an eye on them. Highly ho neighborino, uh, what's yeah. in the box there? Yeah. Keep, just try to notice patterns like, you know, if you don't see the woman who lives there for four days in a row, like Something maybe, wrong. Yeah. maybe you, you make a call, you know, <laughs> fucking person sized box. Right. <laughs> nigga built a person box anyway <laughs> zero to uh i mean not zero to 100 guess ah, the race zero to 100. guess the race uh sarome i was gonna say is you fucked with that went that went zero to white real quick <laughs> <laughs> uh john uh i've been terrible at this game lately um because I want to say white, but lately black people have been like, it's 2016. We can do anything white people can do. <laughs> and it's been throwing me off. Um, so I'm going to say black. Just, I'm, I'm right. going to, I'm going to go out there. Let's check the chat room, see what they say. Backwoods living, tobacco chewing, mayo smelling, privilege having cause cops ain't coming cause he done, done it before. <laughs> white Aww. white built the wooden box himself from a tree he chopped down in denver <laughs> <laughs> show me state white what's in the box kimmy schmidt colored uh equal <laughs> opportunities crazy uh the correct answer is as rome got it white yeah And John missed it. I'm up one And us, that that first round of racism is brought to you by Bevel. 
that's right <laughs> they sponsored they sponsored this shit y'all uh this this <laughs> this guest race is brought to you by bell with the first and only shaving system designed specifically for course curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game say goodbye to razor bumps uh tristan walker is a young black entrepreneur who's looking out for uh black men and our shaving needs make sure you get beveled think about your father for father's day think about yourself for if you don't got no kids you know uh make sure you guys take care of yourselves because uh i'm telling you nothing feels better than that clean shave that doesn't irritate your skin uh, i used to have a 17 step process uh back when i was using the white man's uh shaitan razors and uh now that i'm on this black stuff man my energy's all aligned i'm always on time oh and lord I, and i feel good when i get there so go to getbell.com use code free tbgwt and you get your first month absolutely free that's free tbgwt at getbevel.com all right let's go let's, let's do some more racism here guys um brought to you by bevel of course uh let's see how about um how about this one a oakland county prosecutor is initiating an investigation of a white lake python owner uh <laughs> Uh, the oakland county prosecutor's office is asking that the department of human resources wait we have a human resources department okay uh investigate a white lake family that allows pythons to be around their children uh we have found a three two zero zero thirty two hundred said chief assistant prosecutor paul walton the form in question issued by the michigan department of human resources or human services okay so it changes names uh two paragraphs in okay started an investigation on whether child neglect or abuse is taking place prosecutors uh became aware of the family having a 13 foot long burmese python through recent media reports god damn the reports noted that the owner jamie garino of white lake posted a video of his then 14 month old daughter Alyssa playing with the python while he filmed it the video featured on Barcross TV's YouTube channel has been viewed more than 1.5 million times. Uh, Walton did not recall a prior instance involving large snakes in Oakland County. We have had vicious dogs investigated, he said. He recounted the case where a pit bull chilled off a child's foot. Shit. Mm-hmm. White Lake Town officials said that Garino lives in an apartment complex and said they have not received complaints about the snake. Well, how the fuck would you? that's not how it happens <laughs> like it's not like hey man can you, that snake is barking too much man like <laughs> real it's talk slithering too hard that is a loud ass snake dog and i don't appreciate when i see you out walking that motherfucker right. you don't pick up its droppings mm-hmm. like how would you complain about a snake anyway i can't get no resist right <laughs> all night long uh unless <laughs> unless we get a complaint we cannot do anything said greg baroni who's the township supervisor uh sean o'neill white lake uh planning director said the township has provision stating if a complaint is registered about a wild animal the matter will be evaluated and hearing held but such calls are rare the animal is wild mm-hmm so uh garino narrated the python video saying i was showing the simple fact that snakes are not evil creatures they can be a loving pet despite their bad reputation my daughter was in absolutely no danger when people see this clip they mostly react with fear and negativity i don't understand why as you can see 
the snake is just roaming around has no interest in biting choking or swallowing her garino stated on the video that he had been a snake handler since he was 16 years old he said in the video that his dream is to open up a reptile zoo with his two daughters Alyssa, who was three and krista who is 10 snakes can be and are loving animals he said garino features more videos of his children playing with the pet pythons on his youtube channel uh according to national geographic burmese pythons are among the largest snakes on earth they are capable of reaching up to 23 feet and up to 200 pounds burmese pythons are carnivores that eat mainly small mammals and birds and babies they coil their body around the victim grasping with sharp teeth and squeeze it until it suffocates um in august 2013 in canada i remember we covered this story two brothers ages four and six were killed by a 14 foot african rock python that had been kept in the upstairs apartment after it got loose and fell from a ventilation pipe into the boys rooms uh so uh yeah guess the race of uh this baby mm, i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm say that's the baby baby too that's that's little that's little white baby all right what about you john there's only one type of people that has such blatant disregard for the lives of their children. <laughs> it's it's uh, dropped out of art school, covered in tattoos, probably has a parrot, too. <laughs> Walks dogs for a living, white people. All right, let's check the chat room. White Lake, White Snake. Not a coincidence. <laughs> oh, Leslie. Aww. Trying out to be the best, the ne- to be the next zookeeper of white led to white uh steve Irwin's american cousin white this baby gonna grow up to be Lindsay because dude is michael lohan's cousin and someone would have uh to report them white my snake loves me white only python <laughs> only python he will ever own white uh <laughs> daughter can have pet snakes but better not bring home daquan <laughs> my anaconda don't want none unless you got no buns huh because they white and <laughs> lastly white meat everybody gets the same thing and everybody's correct white loving and reptile have never been in the same word ever reptiles don't have facial expressions I bet. Like, so how do you know the difference between hungry and loving they look exactly the same I bet with their dead black ah. eyes I bet money that that fucking snake had just been fed for him to talk yeah, all that shit. Yeah. Holy shit. He ain't put no hungry snake baby. out. Like, you can put a hungry dog. A dog can be hungry in a room, and it just comes to you like, hey, man, can you, like, do something with this bowl? Yeah. You know, like, the dog is like, hey, can we, like, get something on this? Uh, a fucking snake could just eat the baby. Like, hey, man, look, I th- it was in the cage. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to snake. Yeah, snake ain't never been waiting at the door for you. Like, oh, you home? I just, oh man, I missed you so much at work today. No, <laughs> snakes don't cuddle. If the snake is cuddling with you, you can't breathe. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, don't hug, man. Come on. Snakes don't <laughs> hug. It's called the constrictor. That is not a hug. Right uh all right let's go to uh the bonus round here guys right now it's one and one and one two and, and oh yep two and oh all right so bonus round double the points and the rain 
race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the racism in the bonus round to guess the race so far so rome is two and oh and john is one and one but now everything's worth double the points will they well who will win let's see you guys getting nervous there i am i'm trying to hold on to this victory mm-hmm. uh john's I, I, trying to come up from behind yeah i need this like a snake to a baby <laughs> ah! Cop, cops drag sad drunk motorcyclists away from taco bell drive through at 3 a.m <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm gonna guess me <laughs> gabriel harris of new smyrna beach florida of course uh appears to be the saddest man in the world and his mug shot racked with the deep and the bottom <laughs> pain he can hardly begin to comprehend but he was was he upset at his arrest or being dragged away empty-handed from a taco bell at 3 a.m cops say harris 33 drunkenly rode his bicycle into the drive-thru as taco bell was closing and tried to put in an order he refused to leave until he was served so employees called the cops when they arrived harris was still sitting on the bike near the speaker officers claim he had a swiss army knife in his belt loop and grabbed the cop who tried to take it away from him they wrestled him to the ground which might explain how he has a bloody head uh, forehead in his mugshot and he was charged with resisting arrest. Um, so guess the race of Mr. Gabriel Harris. Let's see. On a bicycle, late night Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. On a bike. I'm going to go on a bike. Um, I wish you said his age because you said a knife. Because if, if he's, he's, he's in his 50s. He's, he's 33. Okay, white dude. Because if you said 53. Then that would have that would have uh, that would have been a guaranteed <laughs> black man with a pocket knife, <laughs> an old black man with a pocket knife. Okay, John, what about you, man? I, you know, first of all, I don't care because I'm pretty sure this this guy is my soul soulmate. Bad <laughs> drunk and Taco Bell in the same sentence. That's me. That's that's all me. But also attack the cop and live. That's white all right let's check the chat room uh let's see uh he ain't white they claim he had a knife brown steven says uh sad to find out there uh there were chalupas weren't really a mexican dish oh sad to find out chalupas on a mexican dish oh <laughs> yeah I, I wonder how many ignorant ass americans go down to mexico and try to order a taco bell shit they'd be looking at us like really, really don't know. let me get a mexican melt what what the fuck is that okay um i thought you get your food spit in right right <laughs> uh, another order of spit please uh said <laughs> to find out that chalupa oh sad to, okay bloody while trying to pay for something black a bicycle pocket knife belligerent taco bell then beaten by the cops negroidian white negroidian riding a bike probably wearing flip-flops and socks black he's still breathing white uh so both of you guys went white and most of the chat room went white, and you guys are all right. Okay. All right, I was confused about that. I just needed the age and the pocket knife thing. That's the only thing I needed. <laughs> the pocket knife threw you off. Yeah, it was it was a Swiss Army knife, too. Like, if it would have been a switchblade or something, no. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, of course, a couple people missed it. Let me play the boo sound effect for them. His mugshot is adorable, though. Yeah. <laughs> he's like a sad dr drew 
yeah he is he is like sad looking his glasses wasn't even broke they couldn't have beat him too bad you know oh and he has glasses oh yeah yeah they're not even like they're like i'll put it in the in the skype chat if y'all want to see it yourself um but it's not even like his glasses aren't even like the they're, they're like the sturdy kind so they didn't beat him up too bad uh all right let's do the last thing that we do here we gotta talk about these swords out here on these streets guys to play the longest sound effect ever and that's why you uh never bring a knife to taco bell guys uh rapper now we know <laughs> a rapper has been jailed for robbing a music video uh producers with a samurai sword and a hammer mm-hmm. nice. they have rapper in quotes for some reason i don't know why i mean that seems like <laughs> not an ironic <laughs> like there's no ironic really way to sound, be a rapper this really sounds like john this really sounds like john a, <laughs> a teenage criminal who posed as a wannabe rapper to a rob music video producers with a hammer and a samurai sword has in jail for seven years darren quanting guess the race come on black is i said rapper pretended to be a budding he pretended to be a budding rap musician and arranged to meet the video producer before stealing their equipment and other possessions one victim suffered serious injuries jumping from a first floor balcony in a bid to escape quartin after realizing he had been set up damn <laughs> nigga thought he was omar shit. <laughs> that shit that's tv bro uh scotland yard said quartin 18 from Harringay, north london arranged to meet his victims after contacting them on facebook twi- uh, twitter or gumtree the small ad site and pretending to hire them to film him in a rap video the criminal would meet his victims at the once notorious broadwater farm estate in tottenham scene of the 1985 murder of pc keith blake blakelock the rob uh and rob them with a range of weapons including a hammer and a hunting style knife and a samurai sword Jesus. well shit he wanted to be prepared well, this is a first person shooter he's just cycling through his weapons right yeah <laughs> All the victims were specifically targeted as they worked targeted as they worked in the music and video production. He then robbed them of properties including cameras, tablets, laptops, and mobile phones, along with watches, clothing, and cash in a series of crimes between December and February last year. Um Quartinge was jailed for seven years in Wood Green Crown Court after pleading guilty to four counts of robbery, one count of attempted robbery, and three counts of possession of a bladed article pc john owens of the metropolitan police said the robberies involved considerable planning and foresight with the victims being specifically targeted for the high value equipment they bring with them in each case a weapon such as a samurai sword or hunting knife was produced which would have been terrifying for the victims in several instances the victims sustained injuries as a result of the robberies by using different social media platforms the users names quartinge uh began uh i mean thought that he could hide under a cloak of anonymity to get away with these crimes this was not the case and at the age of 18 he now faces a lengthy custodial sentence to reflect on the consequences of his actions a second man dennis ajay kayim 20 also of herringing pleaded guilty to three counts of handling stolen goods so he must have been selling the shit uh he was sentenced <laughs> to 15 months suspended for two years um 
and police believe the property was worth more than seventeen thousand uh euros um uh but only five thousand euros has since been oh they smoked that that's gone <laughs> yeah that's that shit been gone. gone these these drug crimes right here you do some desperate shit like this that's, that's that money goes all to the crack man uh anyway man make sure you guys check out the deceptive comics man uh coming up here in atlanta uh like uh, like i said i had the event like uh event right link in the show notes for everybody so you guys can go check it out um follow them on twitter at don coyote and that's around russell i also have that in the show notes thank you brothers for coming through man we really appreciate y'all yes thank you hey appreciate y'all for having us again oh, yeah, thank y'all for helping us Oh, Cape Fear. Mm-hmm. No, oh, I was just going to say, uh, yeah, remember me and Gordon uh, Baker Bone are going to be at Cape Fear, Wilmington, North Carolina on Friday uh, doing the stand-up for the uh, Cape Fear Comedy Festival. And, yeah, his at is at Baker Bone, and I'm at Don Coyote. And the other Deceptive Comics, Mike Brown, is at Yo Mike, Yo Mike Brown. And should, should we mention, Dill? Yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> the Dylan one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess still too. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, it'll all be there, man. So make sure y'all check it out, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, tomorrow, I believe our guest is. You know what? I'm getting confused. I can't remember. I had to look at the schedule, but we got guests every day this week, and possibly on Wednesday, uh, we should have. Um, and this is just happened during the show, but we should have. Um you know jenkins and jones dragonfly jones and my man uh lejeffro jenkins oh that ought to be fun we should have him uh recapping some uh walk uh some um game of thrones so Yay! it's we got a lot of shit going on this week yeah, guys we what do. i'm saying so we'll be talking to you guys soon until then i love you i love you too Mwah. what, oh, what my is bad. my kids what come on Karen. what is going on over there <laughs> until oh. then i love you i love you too Mwah. i'm Jesus sorry God. leslie said it was her <laughs> and i kind of lost track Oh, that's just terrible, Karen. This now, watch, now, how am I gonna edit this? Oh, what? you didn't stop it? No, because you kept talking after the kiss. That's, okay, you okay. need a second of, of silence so we can mid stop. <laughs> okay, let's do it again. So until then, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.